Since the original recording of this episode, a lot has happened in our country and in our world. Before we get to the parts of us joking and me being embarrassed by my former theology professor, we wanted to take a moment to express our full commitment of solidarity with the black community. Prejudice against any human being, whether it's based on skin color, gender identity, sexual orientation, or any other identifying feature has no place in our society. Since we originally recorded this episode, Jack, Joe, and I have each taken time to reflect and eliminate our own biases, donate to organizations making a difference, and speak out against injustice. And we hope that each of our followers will do the same. Thank you for listening to today's episode, and we hope that you enjoy the rest of it. You are listening to Quarantine Podcast with your hosts, Jack Maloro. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm seeing, I'm, uh, um, yeah. Connor Whittle. Yeah, I understand I'm in the minority here, but I still think I'm right. I mean. And Joe Dre. Call it Joga. Welcome to the show. So we are so excited to be joined today by Professor uh, Tim O'Malley. Uh, he is famous for being the nuptial mystery uh, professor. Uh, yes, that one where you have to, or you don't have to, but it's generally encouraged uh, that you go on a date. Uh, so, Professor, how are you holding up in quarantine? I'm fine. Uh, South Bend is a beautiful place to be alone uh, in your house all the time. Uh, the, it snowed like three and a half weeks ago here in the beautiful South Bend, but it's fine. I mean, I mostly leave the house every day because my children are beautiful and annoying both. So <laughs> I have to get away from them. So we're doing fine. Uh, at this stage, it's not so bad. Today, all rest or all gyms are opening and allowed to open in South Bend. So um, I have no intention of going. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's 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 the kind of physical attitude that we like to hear. So, uh, Professor, uh, I, I, this class is famous, or I guess maybe infamous for some, uh, for for the dating assignment. So, uh, tell us what led you uh, to include that as part of the class curriculum. Well, because people at Notre Dame are terrible at dating, and you can't do it. You have no idea how to date a, another person. Uh, you don't know how to ask them out. To your everything is awkward. And um, I, I say this both as someone experienced myself as a domer of old. Uh, I don't think people were better once upon a time, uh, but things have gotten more awkward. So I'd always talk to students, and, and they would say like, "Well, what do I do? Like, I like this person." And I always say, "Well, ask them out." And, and they're like, "Well, how would I do that?" And they didn't know how. So the, the part of it was that assignment. It, it, the idea came from me from a good friend of mine at Boston College uh, who we were in classes together. She teaches at Boston College. Uh, she assigned it. So I stole it from her, ganked it directly from her. Uh, but in order to save the romantic lives of Notre Dame students, if, if I can ask a question, Connor, yeah, uh, yeah. what's the current status after your date, if I don't mind? <laughs> Uh, where are you? Or is there romance still in the air? Um, so I, I actually, Joe, that's actually a perfect segue. Uh, yeah, we have a question for you. Joe's question. Uh, <laughs> okay, so one of our co-hosts, not naming names, may or may not have a crush on someone, but we're in quarantine. 
So since you are the dating professor, what advice do you have for Connor? Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, like think about it as like courtly love poetry. Like, like you can think about some olden time where you could send flowers and uh, from a distance. I mean, I, I, have you told her that you have a crush on her? No, because I, 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 I feel like uh, in person, is best, right? But of course, you know, we don't know when in-person is going to be taking place. August 10th. Okay, very true, very true. August 10th, maybe. Okay, <laughs> yeah, hopefully August 10th. Uh, so would you recommend August 10th, that first day, or should I, you know, say via Zoom? Uh, but then I feel like that's awkward. Uh, well, for, for me to answer the question, I'm gonna need to know her name. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so if I'm not... I'm just kidding on that. Uh, I, I would say that Gracefully you, handled <laughs> you should talk to her now. Things are awkward and weird. And normally, in person is better. But when we're not allowed to be within six feet of one another, I think it might be OK to send a note saying like, hey, you know what? I was thinking about you. And I kind of miss you in a way that's different than I thought I would. Right? So it's okay to sort of be honest about this right now um, via Zoom or whatever. I mean, Zoom is mildly intimate compared to a text message that says, hey, are you awake? <laughs> so I say go for it, Connor. Now's the time. Strike while the iron's hot. Thank you. All right. All right. I, I, I shall keep you updated. Uh, and maybe I'll write another essay uh, that you do not have to grade or read. Uh, but I'll, I'll submit it anyways, just for for funsies. Well, I'm going to want to read it because it's this is the easiest way I get to in, enjoy the romantic lives of 18 to 22 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I got I got a question here. Um, this has been bothering me for a while. So last summer, I was uh, living in Chicago, and I went out to a bar one weekend. And I was, you know, by the stage dancing, whatever. And this really pretty blonde girl came up to me, asked me a few questions. I thought we were getting along okay. And then she handed me her beer and said, can you hold this? And I said, sure. Turned out the beer bottle was empty. And then she walked away and left the bar. Is she in love with me? And should I ask her to marry me? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you have an option but to spend your entire life searching for this unknown blonde in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it strikes with, uh, I, you know, just a crazy question. Would you say that she perhaps was drunk? I, I legitimately think she was pretty sober when this occurred. Okay, and she just handed you a beer bottle and then walked away forever. I was her human trash can, yes. Well, maybe a trash can. Maybe she wants you to woo her, right? So uh, have you tested this? Did you keep the bottle? What's your DNA situation? Uh, I mean, there were, uh, basically, she had left. Uh, she had uh, was like uh, the sort of princess who lost her shoe, and she gave it to you, and you've done nothing to look for it. It really sounds like a modern-day fairy tale. I need to walk around Chicago testing this beer bottle on every blonde I see? No, uh, no, I don't think that's how you test DNA. Um, I, I think you could <laughs> just, I think you could just find out the DNA. I, I think if you just hand a, a beer bottle to every blonde in Chicago, I don't think that's going to work well for your romantic life. Well, also her hair color could have changed. So you just want to be safe and hand it yeah. to every woman. Uh, every in woman. <laughs> Yeah, so what you may need to do is grab some hair from every woman in Chicago, like I sort of grab some hair, because so, you need to test the DNA on that side. So that would be my recommendation. Wow. Okay. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Love from Tim. I, 
I apologize, Jack, if you're arrested. <laughs> I was going to say, since we're in, you know, during a pandemic, just to be safe, I should probably wear a mask and like a hood. So, you know, <laughs> so I'm not spreading germs around when I'm ripping random ladies. Yeah, I think that, uh, that nothing bad could happen. <laughs> right, last question before we move on to hot seat. How many success stories have you had so far um, through your dating assignment? And success meaning long-term relationships that have come out of it or potentially marriages? Well, well not everyone gets in touch with me, but I think uh, now I'm at like three or four. Uh, wow. I had some that were supposed to happen this summer that I was going to go to, but uh, since we're not allowed to see other human beings, uh, that those may not happen. But yeah, I mean, um, I've been teaching the class now for about four or five years. People are just getting to marrying age. Uh, so a lot of them are just coming into existence. But, you know, like the goal, of course, in, in some sense, a success too could be like a terrible date and you recognize you should not spend a minute with this person ever again. Uh, my favorite uh, assignments when I grade them are the ones that say, uh, I realized that I really liked her or him because they were hot and they were actually pretty dumb and I didn't have anything at all uh, with them. So I think that's a success story. Relationships that don't happen are also success stories. That's a really good point. You know, viewing as a process more than a single shot. Yep. Yeah, that's how Connor views it too. <laughs> a lot of process <laughs> a lot of process and single shots uh, <laughs> but <laughs> all right well with that um we're gonna move to our hot seat segment uh where we're just gonna launch a bunch of questions at you and you're probably gonna have some pretty good answers so uh joe you got our timer for us yes all right why don't you start us off all right Okay, first question. There is a red wire, a blue wire, and a green wire. Which one do you cut and why? I cut the red wire because red doesn't deserve to exist. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to that take. <laughs> what is the most overrated state? Well, Montana. <laughs> you were setting them up for Iowa, and I'm glad you didn't fall for it. We're very happy. <laughs> um, North Dining Hall or South Dining Hall? Uh, if you want to be a human being, South Dining Hall, if you want to sort of lick the floor, go to North. Beautiful. <laughs> um, which is the song that reminds you the most of your college experience? Uh, uh, it, that would be uh, Anything by 50 Cent. <laughs> what the hell went on in your college? <laughs> the year 2000. Um, what philosopher could you beat in a fist fight? I could beat any philosopher in a fist fight. That is not a challenge. Philosophers are weak. <laughs> uh, this is a famous recurring uh, question we have with anyone remotely connected to theology. Uh, hottest Pope? Um, uh, Pius VI. Any is there a reason? <laughs> no, I just made it up. I just know that there was a Pius VI. But I mean... Sort of amp like not knowing much about someone is hot, right? <laughs> All right what is your strangest talent? Uh, I can put, uh, this is not on video, but I'm actually able to put my uh, leg behind my head. Oh, he's like Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> yep, it's, a, it's an amazing gift. I, I think I cultivated it when I took yoga at Notre Dame. Um, because I had a crush on a girl. 
<laughs> as one does. The only true reason to ever do yoga. I learned very quickly that yoga was not relaxing. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> We're a big non-yoga podcast. I love it. Uh, here's a two-part question. You're from Tennessee, right? Yep, Knoxville. Okay. Do you have any legitimate reason for being a Bandwagon Patriots fan? <laughs> I uh, lived in Boston for four years. And in fact, I hated the Patriots with a, like an undying passion. It was the pursuit well, clearly of... clearly it was dying. <laughs> What's that? Clearly, it died. a dying passion. You're wearing it died. It died. I just got, I read a biography of Bill Belichick and like his commitment to boring things. And having been a fan of Notre Dame football since the year 2000, it was nice to have something that was boring in my life. <laughs> uh, God, that's just the worst reason I've ever heard. Okay, please ask another. Well, who do you root for, Jack? Who do you, who do you support? I'm a Giants fan. I live 20 minutes from Giants Stadium. Well, that's great. I mean, you beat us twice. Twice. That's right. <laughs> and now your franchise is a dumpster fire. <laughs> In recovery. <laughs> Someone has brought a hose. Yeah. Um, would you rather have to sprint everywhere instead of walking or always be wearing rollerblades? I would sprint everywhere. I mean, that would be boss to, to it, it would prove my commitment to things. That's going to be terrifying going up the stairs to like kiss your children goodnight. And they, just, <laughs> they would enjoy it. <laughs> you must teach your children fear. <laughs> Speaking of children uh, and potentially fear, what is your favorite children's song? Oh dear. Uh, my favorite children's song is when children's songs have ended. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Baby Shark. Um, Baby Shark is a song created by the devil. <laughs> in each layer of hell in Dante's Inferno has a different version of Baby Shark. <laughs> oh. Which Notre Dame football coach all time could shotgun to be your fastest? George O'Leary. Now, you don't know George O'Leary. He was coached but for a week uh, when I was an undergrad. He was in between uh, Bob Davey and Ty Willingham. But he could have done it. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> what is the most annoying habit you have? Perfection. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question from me. What is your biggest hot take? Uh, biggest hot take is that, well, this is, this is more complicated. A lot of my hot takes are pretty boring uh, to normal people. Um, but, uh, all right, so here's a big uh, hot take. Overrated, things that are deeply overrated. Um, Soren College at Notre Dame, just overrated. <laughs> Wow. Congratulations, you have a turret. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they have four turrets. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's fair. And a porch. Ooh, you can stand outside. <laughs> I can stand outside anywhere. <laughs> Where did you live when you were an undergrad? Uh, I did three years of seminary. So I was in old college and then I lived in Dillon. So I have no attachment to a dorm necessarily. Dillon is fine. It was a place. <laughs> you have Father Carey or Father Doyle? I had Father Paul. Father Paul, yep. Hey, brother. Legend. <laughs> Good to see ya. 
<laughs> Last question from me. You're starting a punk rock band. Pick three apostles to join you. Well, I would probably go with Matthias, right? Because he he joins up later. That's you know, there's always going to be a loss of one, Judas, in this case. Uh, so Matthias, uh, I'd probably take John, the beloved disciple. You need someone like with a bit of emotional core, right? Uh, interested in the affections. And then, you know, uh, she now is known as an apostle, but, but I'll secretly do Mary Magdalene, right? Mary Magdalene, right? So you got, um, like, there's nothing sweeter than having, like, the male and female voice together, right? So that's what we're going to do. Yes, those were the three right answers. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, well, it's known now that you are a perfectionist, but what job do you think you would be worst at? Uh, I would be worst at, I would have zero interest in law. Like, I don't care about law. <laughs> I don't care that it exists. I don't care to study it. I'm glad it, it, it exists, but I would be, t I, it seems very boring. You heard it here. Notre Dame professor does not care about the laws. <laughs> we'll yeah, tweet it out. Tweet we'll, it out. <laughs> we'll break all of them. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, we're going to go into our sponsored uh, question segment. Uh, the Walsh slash Welsh, we can't really decide, uh, family questions. Uh, and so our first question is one that he has told me three times that he still does not know how he would answer it, so I'm going to make him go first. Please don't. Yes, Jack, you're up first, uh, but we'll all answer it. Don't worry, but I'm sure your answer will be terrible. Uh, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about any one thing about yourself, life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know and why? Okay, I still don't have an answer for this, but something that has always bothered me are those like tootsie pop commercials and it's like how many licks would it take to the center of a tootsie pop and then the owl eats the tootsie pop before you know holy god do i want to know how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie pop of all the things in the world uh, anything that would cure so many ailments in my life <laughs> we're stuck at home amidst a <laughs> pandemic Without a cure in sight, and Jack, <laughs> no, how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie pop? Like you I would be it. so much more comfortable sitting at my home if I knew that. Like you could, you could just get one and do it. Yeah, well, you need more than one. You'd have to like uh, have a pretty systematic experiment. Yeah. You know, maybe if you had like a two hundred fifty to three hundred, <laughs> really dived into it and, and determined how long. Yeah, but see, my jaw would get tired. Like, this is just too much work. I'm lazy. I want a crystal ball to tell me. Between this, uh, that experiment, and the bottle that traveled all of Chicago, uh, <laughs> I think overall, you're, you've got a lot of time on your hands uh, to spend on worthwhile projects there, Jack. <laughs> just, just, I can't hear you. You're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way to try and cop out there, uh, Professor O'Malley. Do you have an answer to this question? Yeah, uh, I would want to know uh, the exact. This is probably stupid to know this, but I would actually want to know like when I was going to die. Really? Yeah, I think it would just be helpful. What would you do if he said like tomorrow? <laughs> 
Uh, I bet I would probably, I don't know, I'd probably drink the rest of the beer in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how it would happen. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good start. Uh I don't know. Like, I would at least, like, be able to say goodbye to people. Like, have a sensibility about what's happening. I mean, that would be pleasant. Uh, As I get older, I grow more afraid of dying. That's true. And if it was tomorrow, I mean, you wouldn't have to see the Patriots just be the abysmal football organization that they're going to be. That's going to be good for me. I'm looking forward to that. I I think uh, I look forward to it. And then if they're not abysmal, it's even better. For some reason. Expectations. Way to set your sights low. (laughs) Um, But overall, I think that's an interesting question. One that I disagree with. I don't think I would want to know when I die just because I know, um, and I know there are countless movies on this. I would try and defy fate on that very day um, and try and avoid death at all costs. And I know that only trying to defy fate would lead me to die in the most probably humiliating fashion possible. Yeah, for you, it's May 21st, 2073. Sorry, man. (laughs) I didn't know you had access to Crystal Ball. Sorry, man. Wow, I've got exactly uh, 53 years left uh, to the day. I mean, you can go skydiving without any fears, though. Minus one day. Yeah. No, I can just keep going. Uh, That's the part I didn't think about, the, the amount that I could risk my life. It would be like Groundhog Day. I would be Bill Murray. Yeah, quarantine's over for you. The moment yeah, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah uh joe do you have an answer yeah mine was a more serious answer i didn't know jack was gonna go tootsie pop example um that was very serious to me so mine was gonna be you know you hear all the statistics about how like one in five people in the united states and probably more than that around the world don't have enough food but then one third of all food is wasted in the world so i'd want to know the best way to distribute the amount of food in the world to the most amount of people um I think not only would that be just like a good humanitarian thing to do, but it'd also be like, I don't know. It'd be a cool, it'd be a cool way to go out as the person that figured out the food system and would solve a lot of problems. So we'd get Jack a bunch of Tootsie Pops and we'd be good to go. That does sound, that's a lovely thing to do. Now, here's my thought. I think you can actually figure that out. <laughs> like there's probably some way to fix, like you just have presented a problem for like a thesis. <laughs> all right so way to recap one more year of, of, of notre dame <laughs> <Next> assignment. <laughs> i'll see you at august 10th <laughs> oh I, I i like that answer it is sweet but i do i do agree uh with, with professor o'malley here i think i think that they there is an answer out there I, I, I still think Jax is by far the dumbest uh, <laughs> and easiest to solve. Yours uh, is a little more complex, obviously, uh, since yours is a mass humanitarian issue and <laughs> just eating candy and would probably then waste many Tootsie Pops after <laughs> he finished them. Uh, so he would be the exact problem you're looking at. Wait, Joe, we can solve both problems at once. If you give everyone in the world a Tootsie Pop and have them lick it to the finish, then you can get a true statistical average of how many licks it takes, and everyone's got food for like two hours. So I think I've solved both problems. Wow. That's, 
<laughs> you heard it here, Kellogg. Fund <laughs> me. <laughs> we solved it. Hunger and food waste in one fellow <laughs> swoop. All right, Connor, what do you got? Are you going serious or not serious here? Uh, so I'm going dead serious. Um, as you all know, uh, I'm a man set on business. Uh, I'm the least Mendoza member, per, like Mendo- member of Mendoza I know. Uh, but overall, I got to have some stable income. Um, and so I'm going to bet on sports. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm really calling on back to the future here. Uh, but I would, um, I would probably ask um, who's going to win the World Series uh, for the next 50 years. Uh, and I would just be right. I, I would mask it. I would be right about 75% of the time um, and hedge my bets very, very cleanly and safely. Uh, so as, you know, no one would burn me at the stake uh, for being so good at betting. But I, I, I would bet early and often uh, with my newfound knowledge. Why would you not go like March Madness? I feel like that's much more impressive to like. I mean, the sport, the sport doesn't necessarily matter. Overall, if we're just arguing the sport, overall, we can agree that my answer is the best one. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm willing to bet on any sport. I know nothing about basketball, so that would probably be more of a dead giveaway uh, that I cheated somehow uh, because I couldn't tell you what a point guard does. Um, so I, I think that that's what, that's where the challenge would be betting on, betting on basketball. I could bet on horses cause that's really just dumb you luck. You probably want one of the side bets though. Cause the, like who wins, who loses will only get you so much cash. Like you want like, what's the total score average to get like the, to put the two scores together. Like you want the serious money bets. Very true. Uh, I hope the crystal ball has all the time to to really uh, help me take note of all of those things. But yeah, no, I, I, I think that's a, that's a fair critique of it. But overall, it's I, a critique. It's encouraging you to dream more. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And see, with the money that I make from the, the winnings that I will receive from these bets, I can buy the world's supply of Tootsie Pops and be the greatest humanitarian ever. Uh, and I can solve you know, Joe's problem that he's going to ask the rock anyways. And they're just going to be like, just let Connor pay for it. Um, (laughs) I've already had, I'm not going to be able to answer when I die and that's fine. 27.3. I think that's creepy. Um, So, but overall I've answered, you know, my question and two of the others. I'd say I'm doing pretty well. Sometimes silence is the (laughs) most subtle (laughs) critiques. Well, thank you. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Joe, I'll let you start on this question because you had when we were when we were first discussing it, you had strong opinions about the bat. Um, for thirty thousand dollars, would you go for two months without washing, brushing your teeth, shampooing, or even using deodorant? And you have to assume that you can't tell anyone why. No, I think that is such a long time to go without cleaning yourself, or being able to be near anyone and like i think the damage you're going to do to yourself and your career might be greater than thirty thousand dollars so i of course say no i answer this question and say i've been in middle school uh i pretty much know what it's like to not use deodorant when i should have uh not shower when i definitely should have uh yes 
this is an absolute uh, call out of how disgusting of a child I was in middle school. I'm fine with that. But overall, if I could do it in middle school, I can definitely do it now. Uh, and 30 grand on the line? You betcha. Oh, it's so much different, though. You're in middle school, you get away with that. You're like your age, like you lose jobs and friends. That girl is not going out with you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm asking her out via Zoom, I mean, hopefully you know, I, 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 she just doesn't see the, the stink waves, uh, and, you know, kind of emanating off of me. But other than that, I, I, I think I have a good chance of winning $30,000. Besides, $30,000? That girl might not go out with me, but the next girl who sees $30,000 might. I think we're, we're overestimating here what $30,000 is. That's <laughs> <laughs> a nice starter on a home. You're talking like a, a, a decent down payment on a house. Jack, how much is $30,000 to you? <laughs> Do you want it in proportions of my salary? Because the answer is high. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Plus, if, I, if I'm getting paid to live how I already live my life, then yeah, sure, why not? Oh, no. <laughs> terrifying. Oh, so sorry to the entire Maloro family. <laughs> if there's any of them left. Uh, yeah, in all seriousness, I, I agree with Professor O'Malley. I think 30K is not high enough to get me to do this. You, 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 that's got to be six figures at a, at a minimum for me to even think just like have you ever gone you ever like gone to sleep when you got your toothbrush so you didn't brush your teeth for like 20 hours and they feel disgusting and i imagine that for two months mm -mm. i mean mm -mm. the sheer dental costs on the other side yeah. could easily be thirty thousand dollars your dentist stinks uh <laughs> no, you stink when you don't shower you have like 30 cavities that adds up well I'll just go dentures. <laughs> well, there's a couple thousand right there. I'll look great with dentures uh, and my fake smile. Overall, yeah, I understand I'm in the minority here, but I still think I'm right. I mean, I, 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 I think 30000 I'm plus $30,000. You all are sitting at zero uh, and smell just okay. Uh, We're all plus dignity, though. <laughs> Okay, so I guess you you place way too high of a value on your city uh, if it is $30,000. Also, I feel like a pandemic is not the time to, like, stop washing yourself. I, 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 I thought of this question. I mean, I would do this at any time. Uh, I, pandemic or no pandemic. I know pandemic, I'm interacting with even less people. Uh, so even then, I could definitely get away with it. Uh, but even after the pandemic, sure, um, I will save up all of my vacation days, and I'll take two months. So all those who said no, what amount of money would you do it for? That's a great follow-up. I would probably, like at $750,000. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it'd have to be like, uh, like it'd have to be worth it. Like that's worth it when I lose my job and can no longer feed my family and, uh, you, you know, uh, and no other human being, and my wife leaves me because- I was gonna ask if you'd be allowed to stay in the house. No, it's very clearly no. I would be washed. My beard grew out a little too long over 
quarantine. And, and my wife said, all right, that's enough. <laughs> Here's a picture of what you used to look like. That's how you should look. So if, you know, if I come home and I stink, there could be an invitation to consider alternative living arrangements. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's fair. You got, you got external people uh, to consider in this situation. I got me, myself, and I to worry about. Um, and, and so yeah, I, I, think, I think like 250. Now, 250. Based, based on my $50. annual salary. 50000 yeah, like $250,000. Just, yeah. All right, Joe, where are you placing that number? I'll go $5 million because if I'm going to do it, oh I'm going to right? <laughs> Five. Well, we're all going to do it in this scenario, I'm going to get paid. $5 million. I don't even know. That's so high of a number. I don't even know how to do math on how many dollars that is per second of stink. You, um, you, you can't do that math, and yet you want to bet on sports and make a bajillion dollars and feed the world? Yeah, I do. $30 on the winning pony. <laughs> I'm a natural. That's, you're going to win like $35. <laughs> it adds up over time. It's an, an, it's an annuity. All right, Connor, you chose, you chose gambling and you know nothing about gambling. Talking with these non, non-gambling business major folks. All right, it's time to move into our, 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 our final segment. Joe, do you want to take us there? Yes, yeah, so we're each going to give an honorary degree in OCS referral to our topic, which is dorm mascots. So we'll start with the best dorm mascots. We'll go around and give our honorary degrees to the best dorm mascots. Jack, you want to start? Yeah, best one, um, for sure, PETA, purple weasels. Weasels are sick. Purple is a great color. Purple weasels is so ridiculous. I love looking at it every time I see it in my window. Done. I like wow. her weasels as well. The, the wild women. Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> That's your honorary degree? Well, isn't that the, they're the mascot, right? That's their mascot? Yes. They, they yeah. were, they were, that was the dorm I hung out with in college. I feel obliged to offer them the honorary degree. All right. For your wife's sake, we'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, they may have turrets, and that does not impress Professor O'Malley, and that's fine. Uh, but I got to give it to Soren. I think the otter um, is a cute mascot. It's a solid one, um, a fun one to rally behind. So, like an otter is just a worst purple weasel. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the most creative one. I like the lions. Lions. I just think someone put a lot of time into that name. <laughs> it was some significant work. I really like that one. I spent hours on the on the drawing board there. What what oh what oh what could we use? Um, all right, time for the more fun part. Um, the OCS referral. What is the worst mascot? Joe, you gave away. Uh, what is clearly the worst mascot, and that is Dylan Hall. Uh, Big Red is stupid. Big Red is one of, that is just two adjectives. That's not a mascot, um, and thus it, it earns my OCS referral. Um, you all should be ashamed of yourselves. I'm going to defend Dylan here. All right, so first of all, Jack loves Clifford, so he should love the Big Red. <laughs> 
We already that. established this. That's a part of it. And then second, I'm pretty sure Don was named Don't after like a noun. Yeah, but it works well with the alumni. They're the dogs, so it's the big red dog. It's the whole Clifford dance. It's funny. But I think like I think Dylan was named after Cornell. Like I think the dorm mascot they got it from the Ivy League schools. And so like I'm pretty just, sure that's where it's from. We're just stealing from our elitist counterparts. So I actually heard it was from a young child who passed away young, and it was a way to memorialize them. So, Connor, that's really offensive. Oh, you're, you're yeah. like, it was a young kid named Red. He was big. He was big. He was a big young kid. And, and so to mock that is really to mock the death of the young. So, uh, <laughs> to all of our listeners, I apologize <laughs> to the Red family. <laughs> They so, also release a statement on Twitter, Connor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, type it up in the notes section of your iPhone and post it to Twitter. It was over before it started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, who you got? <laughs> okay, I feel like for once I have a good answer to your question. Um, mine is the Dunn Hall Sentinels, and I will, I will give a good reason for this. So Dunn's first year was our freshman year. So our freshman class, I, I don't live in Dunn, but the people who lived in Dunn our freshman year got to vote on the name. And the other option besides Sentinels was Dragons. And then you could have had the Dunn Dragons, and they could have named their parties like in the dungeon or like the Dunn Dungeon, and it would have been so sick. And instead, they went for another freaking night. Like, that. Like we already had the Keenan Knights. We did not need the Sentinels. I, it's such an opportunity missed with the Dun Dragons, so Dun Sentinels just annoys me. Oh, did I get one right? <laughs> I, I, the backstory validates your answer. I didn't know Dragon was on the cutting room floor. Um, that's clearly better. I don't think it's a terrible mascot but knowing that they had a better option it does that's what bothers it's like if you don't get bomber jackets next year yes (laughs) you heard it here if you are in the new dorm bomber hall and you are in my section i i i am the interim president for your hall and overall i cannot wait to resign from this position because i just offended big red (laughs) Um, I think Bomber has to be the Big Red now to make up for uh, the No, we're not having to <laughs> Like Big uh, Red? Um, but I, I, will, I, I will not, I will rule with an iron fist on what the Bomber mascot should be. I think we, our mascot should, of course, be the jacket, uh, and then we are the Bomber jackets. And our signature clothing item will, of course, be cargo shorts. Um, Oh, no, bomber jackets. That would also be a good clothing item. Uh, that would, oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, do you have, do you, <laughs> thank you. Do you have, a, uh, do you have a, a mascot that you, you would like to call up for criticism? So I don't know all mascots. Uh, what is Siegfried's mascot? The Ramblers. The Ramblers. Uh, okay, so I have no, in- I hate Siegfried. And the reason why I hate Siegfried is this. My office is right next door to Siegfried. And for like a year, there was like some idiot that every Friday played Rebecca Fr- uh, Black's Friday. <laughs> and it, my office faced directly to there. So, so I, I don't have a necessarily attachment or non-attachment to them, but if I could cause them punishment, I would uh, <laughs> to pay for what they caused me. So you hear that Siegfried? 
I'm coming for you. <laughs> on to you. The Ramblers are quaking in their Viking helmets. Because- Siegfried, Soren, what is it with you and the S-Dorms? <laughs> I actually have no, I don't, I care so little about dorms. I, I, when, when people are like, man, my dorm days, I wish I could go back. I never wanted to live in one again. I have no joyful, me- it was hot, it smelled terrible. Uh, men are disgusting when they all live together. Well, old college, I mean, it's better. It's better. the name is not necessarily very flattering already. Um, it's, the, it's the old college. Being old. Um, no, I get what it's for. <laughs> I, I understand how adjectives work, but it's just, I mean, it already sounds like, like they were already set the bar pretty low. Yeah. Um, and our old college is actually named after a young boy. Named college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Not memory, I'm disgracing. It's terrible. Most of the dorms were named after young children. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the Siegfrieds, but every other. No, Siegfried was named after uh, the, the sort of pits of the fires of hell. <laughs> Where Rebecca Black and Baby Shark also reside. Yep. They live there. <laughs> Joe, all right. Yeah, Close. mine is uh, not a surprise. I'm just going to go with alumni because they you chose dogs, but they spell it D-A-W-G-S, and I think that's ridiculous. So, Yeah, I'm a Georgia native, um, and there is nothing worse uh, than the UGA Bulldogs, and they frequently spell it the same way. Um, and while I have many friends and alumni, um, I, the spelling is impossible to get past. Have also, a- you're not a frat. They're not a frat. Thank so you. Get rid of your stupid Greek letters, okay? Huh? I love that take. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's, that's all. like wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> We've just lost our entire listener base. We have destroyed almost every dorm on campus. <laughs> if we had more time, I'd keep going. Just one dorm after the other. Just all to sort the of... relevant ones will listen to us. I mean, notice how not remained unscathed uh, from this entire discussion. Not relevant enough. We did not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we have. Uh, but thank you so much, uh, Professor, for coming on. Um, I know I sent a weirder email to you, but I am honored that you responded and that we are connected on Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, that's, that's truly one of my crowning achievements of my time at Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a killer in the academic sense, but I've got great social media presence at least. Yeah, my recommendation with emails from now on is not to include the picture of yourself dressed up as a bunny. It's a very weird thing to get. Um, I, was, I, was, I was appreciative of it. I mean, I certainly, I, I was grateful, but um, I can see situations where it wouldn't be appropriate. Okay. I, I, I thought it was going to be a good hook to draw you in, uh, but I see that now. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Before we let you go, is there anything else? We usually let our guests, like, give a statement to their name community as a whole, um, to all three of our listeners, um, words of advice or just saying hello during quarantine. Is there anything you'd like to say? Um, we really do miss you all, and we hope to have you back. It- uh, the place is terrible without you, so y- you are missed, and um, I- I'm glad that they're going to try to do the semester in the fall, 
just don't do stupid things that screw that over for all of us. So like, don't do, don't be idiots, right? That's, let this be your first lesson, don't be an idiot. This is like when your parents are talking to you, only you can screw this up and you could screw it up for everyone. So don't do it. So, so don't lick each other. No public licking. <laughs> but private licking. Uh, six, you can lick if you can lick from six feet away. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> so Gene Simmons is fine, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Professor Tim O'Malley, for joining us on the podcast today. You've given Connor a lot to think about, um, and we will keep you updated um, weekly with updates from Connor. Um, <laughs> other updates, we're going to do our good news of the week. Um, Jack, you look like you're in a really good mood today, so would you like to share um, some positive news? Oh, I, I do. Um, yeah, I do. I love good news. Um, I'm happy. I'm so happy, always. Um, um, uh, yeah, I'm out of quarantine. That That's good news, honestly. I can see other people again. Um, I was in quarantine for two weeks because I went to visit my girlfriend and totally healthy and everything, but just just to be safe more than anything else. So I can once again see my family and, you know, actually talk to someone that's not my brother. So we're 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 happy about that. No, I like Robbie. I promise. Just, you know, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I um I'm going to get my stuff this week from school. So that's very exciting for me because I'm currently in a room with blank walls and three shirts. So it's gonna be a big moment to be reunited with all of my things and not have to steal clothes from my brother every day. So really looking forward to that. No, my good, my building off of that, Joe, my good news is that I am, I'm currently in South Bend. Um, it is a gorgeous um, permacloud day, temperature approximately uh, 69 degrees uh, and just oh, nice. nice. Um, overall, really great uh greeting from south bend no but it is good to be here um campus was eerie but overall um enjoying having the opportunity to be back um and to move out because yes like you joe um i look like i have the wardrobe of a cartoon character uh, i've been wearing just about the same outfit uh, every day uh, and the episodes are not changing at all it's, it's really more of a horror film than anything. Um, so it'll be good to be reunited with my stuff. So yeah, I'm making the four hour sprint tomorrow. Uh, so light a candle at your virtual grotto uh, for me um, and I'll keep you posted on how it goes. Oh yeah, we graduated, Joe. We did it, that's, that's, that's good news as well. Um, ooh, also shout out to any of the listeners. If anyone knows what that thing next to Father Jenkins was during commencement, that little staff thing with the sun on top, um, let me know. I've, that's been perplexing me for weeks. Um, Joe, what'd you do for graduation? Like watching it? Yeah. Uh, my whole family um, was in my living room watching uh, the speech. That was it. Uh, I've just Googled what the little sun thing is. It is actually a memorial shrine uh, to Big Red. <laughs> oh, rest in peace 
<laughs> yeah, Connor, we're waiting for your formal Twitter apology for offending um, the Red family. They, they, it will be signed, sealed, and delivered. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, have a good week, guys. We'll see you next time. Stay tuned for female guests. That's our promise to you. Um, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Peace out. Gracefully done, Joe.